The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Bible teacher Beth Moore spends Wednesdays in the Word, remembering all that God has done. But Keith walks into me um, and he says, I found this in the attic. Do you know I barely remembered this box? I said, oh, sit down with me and look. And you know what he said? It just killed me. He goes, oh, I've already looked through it. <laughs> Don't forget to remember, next on Life Today. And uh, Betty is here with me, and we welcome you like today. I don't think all these people are that excited because Betty and I are sitting here. We know we're here all the time. Uh, they're really excited because this week we have Beth Moore today and Robert Morris the rest of the week talking about hearing God. His book is Frequency. Tune in to hear God. You actually tune in the channel because th think about this a moment. Wherever you're sitting, if, if the television was turned off suddenly, don't do that. Don't do that. Leave it on. But if everything was quiet and you're just sitting there, there are hundreds of signals filling the house. You hear none of them. There are hundreds and hundreds of pictures of scenes filling the house. And you tune in and you can hear the radio channels and you tune in, you can see and hear on television. In the supernatural spiritual realm, the greatest voice in the universe speaks clearly to those who tune their ears to hear the shepherd's voice. So you're going to be blessed this week. And uh, Beth Moore is a blessing. She's concluding a, a series, Don't Forget to Remember. So let's hear what God says through Beth, because that's how he speaks too. Would you welcome Beth Moore to life today? Thank you. There is nothing to make you remember like moving out of your home of 27 solid years. I told Keith that he would have to honestly bury my body in our backyard in that home because I was never going anywhere, never leaving that home. I'd raised my children in that home and I was not ever going to leave that home. And then four months ago, I stood with Amanda and Annabeth and Melissa. I'll tell you in a few minutes where Keith was at the time because God did the strangest thing by letting me have a time all by myself in that empty house and then with my children in that empty house. But I stood with all of those boxes and watched a moving van take off with our stuff, with our whole lives. 27 years of living was in a truck. I, I um, The last thing I did, and I could bawl trying to get this out of my mouth, I love that home. I have so many memories that my whole our whole lives are in that home. And um, I'm just steeped into it. And we just, we stood there and walked over to the shutters and just shut them. 
to land. One right after another. And I turned around and Melissa went, this is so sad. So sad. And we wanted to move, but it was so sad. I've worn that floor out. Worn that floor out. I cannot tell you, I, that floor is just laminated in my tears. Just, I love that my little tiny girls, when I would have to hold Melissa, and when she got to go up the stairs by herself, I made her come down sitting on her bottom. <laughs> for, for years, she practically did it when she was 11. Sit on your bottom, go down one stair. Um, I loved it so much. And um, Keith and I, he had to be out of town on the day we were moving, y'all. I nearly had a panic attack, and I've never had a panic attack. I nearly had a panic attack driving to the new place. We moved out in the country next to Keith's parents, and um, the moving van was in front of us. I was right behind it. And I said, well, I didn't turn up the air conditioner in my car and get it straight on me. Oh, 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 it's so painful. And I know you're thinking, woman, get a grip. <laughs> 27 years. What, what, what I love that the Lord did, it was like he gave us, the things he caused us to find and our eyes to fall on were like he just manipulated every bit of it. And um, of course he did. But Keith walks into me um, and he says, I found this in the attic. And I want to hold it up where you can see it. I left the dust on it because I just think it shows you. Yeah. I, I did not wipe it off at all. Do you know I barely remembered this box? Barely, that, that's my handwriting from how many years? I mean, that's like, that's young handwriting that, <laughs> young. You know, we have no penmanship these days because we don't have to pr practice our penmanship. So my writing is awful now, but in those days it was pretty cute, real bubbly, uh, <laughs> really bubbly. And, uh, I, and he said, uh, I've already, I said, oh, sit down with me and look. And you know what he said? It just killed me. He goes, oh, I, I've already looked through it. <laughs> And I began looking through it. Just a few to just take you on a little journey that's very quick. I also found the picture of Keith and I on our honeymoon because the truth of it is this was the man. Can, get, dig that hair, girlfriend. I had me some late 70s. I was on my way to the 80s right there. This was the man that God called me to marry, not the other. This ornery man right here that would keep me completely honest, this would be the man. I also found a precious, precious picture of my two little girls at a wedding, and I, I um, relived that whole experience. You see that little one? Woo-wee! Listen. She tried every single nerve I had, <laughs> but I loved them so much, I could not even bear it. I then found a letter that Michael, um, who had lived with us for seven years, wrote me and wrote our family at the time. We called him, his nickname was Spud. We're a big nickname family, and that's what we called him. You can see the date on it. Uh, this was the year... Um, he was gone from our family. Uh, we were just like, it was such a tumultuous thing. I have no words for it. But dear family, I wish you were here with me. I miss y'all so much. 
Uh, you know, we even taught our children to say y'all. They wrote it. Every, uh, look at all the different colors. And it was just like, oh. One reason I'd not wanted to leave that house was because I was afraid if we moved on, it was the only place I'd ever had. If we moved on, um, we would somehow forget. And all of this, I just thought that the whole way, I, I saw in all manner of letter when I was going through times that were so painful in my life and so much bondage that I cried. Um, on the last day Keith spent cleaning out the attic, he sent me a picture on our cell phones and uh, this is it, I want you to see, just on my back porch, trash. Praise God, the Lord let us leave that there. We did not put that in the moving van because of his great name and his grace. We got to leave all the trash from that house in that house. Now, we'll have more trash in the new house, and I feel sure we'll never move again. I'll only move every 27 years, so I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I like the same house over and over. But you know what? We get to leave our trash behind. Uh, do you keep moving on, but you just keep loading it up with you? It's also in the moving van. Stop it. You do get to leave the trash for the trash men to get. Don't forget to remember the whole way your Lord and your God has led you. I want you to see verse 16 and then... We're going to close with a brief two and three. Uh, number two, you'll find in verse 16, the one who fed you in the wilderness with manna that your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and test you. These are very important words. To do you good in the end. I, I want to ask you, don't forget to remember what a gift of God a good humbling can be. What a gift of God a good humbling can be. Never underestimate the power of a fresh humbling. Because if you walk with God and you get a fresh humbling, something good is coming. And he's got to get you ready for it. And so we've got to have, um, you know, we've got to get rid of some of our, our pride and some of our boastfulness and some of our credit taking and just some of our arrogance about all manner of thing and let him do a fresh work in us. But it can't be done when we've got a big proud heart. And so, listen, a good humbling, that, that is a thing that he always does to bring us good. Some, somebody look at one another and just say, humbling does us good. <laughs> well, listen, I'm not happy I just said that because no telling what's going to happen. <laughs> but it's... It's always to do us good in the end. And so we've got, and you've allowed me to walk through part of our family story with you. Don't forget to remember the whole way the Lord your God has led you. I pray that in my sharing mine, I, just, I didn't just mean for you to hear mine. I want you to have your own. Think back. Think back where your God has led you and brought you. Uh, the third one is this. Do not forget to remember to flagrantly, and I want you to write that word. I'm into flag flagrantly right now. I keep saying it about everything. Flagrantly. To flagrantly bless the Lord your God every time you feel satisfied. Bless the Lord your God. If we, if we have more thankful hearts, no telling. No telling. If we keep our humility, 
and retain thankful hearts and never forget him. There's just no telling. There's no telling what he would do. But our propensity is to do exactly the opposite. I base that on, if you want to put a verse beside it, and I'm glad you do, it would be verse 10 out of Deuteronomy 8. And you shall eat and be full, and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. It's good. Um, enjoy it and bless his name flagrantly. Every time you realize, I've eaten and I'm satisfied. That was really fun. I mean, we had Christmas. It was such a fun time. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I've just got two last visuals for you, and I pray they'll bless you. Um, this is from last Thanksgiving. This is Annabeth at Mother's Day Out. I just wonder if you can handle that. Oh. <laughs> Y'all really, honestly, does it get better than that? Do you know that we are the children of God and that when we're thankful, we're just that dear to Him? He, we don't have to be all this grown up with God. We're, he's our Father. We're, he calls us children. We are His children. He still can baby us. He still also chastises us and say, grow up. But I just want you to know, when, you're think when we look at her and we go, that is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Don't think that if that's what it moves us to say and we are created in the image of God, that there are not times when God looks at you, looks over at his son and says, that right there is about the cutest thing we have ever seen. I mean, what a wonder. So in this box, I found one more thing. Well, I found a ton of things. But I found one more thing that I wanted to show you. Welcome, baby. See how old it is? Does it look, it doesn't look um, 32, the age of my oldest daughter. It doesn't look um, 29, the age of my youngest daughter. Um, it doesn't look six, the age of Jackson. It doesn't look three, the age of Annabeth. It should look about 54 years old. And it was to my mother from my Aunt Ada. And we called her Aunt Ada. I, I don't know what you, it's auntie to some of us. It's aunt to some of you proper folk. And then it's aunt uh, to <laughs> some of us. And it says, we, we are so glad about Wanda Beth. My name is Wanda Elizabeth, but they called me Wanda Beth early on. Um, Wanda was a very, very good friend of my mother's. How perfect for Gay. That's my older sister that I've told you some things about. She would have been three when I was born. And you'll be gladder as time goes on because they'll be so close and enjoy each other so. Uh, I love that because if I had read this any sooner, it could have broken my heart. Uh, we went through such a time of separation and Fright, a fright show. Um, it says, I had a sister, uh, two years younger. Um, our best to you all will write soon. This is the part I want you to hear. Frida lost hers, and that would have been, um, uh, and that means that she lost her child. Her, her, her um, pregnancy uh, did not result in a birth, but she lost uh, a child, and not early in the pregnancy, but late enough. Uh, Frida lost hers um, in Florida on vacation. Stay with me. Doctor said it was best. I'm quoting her. It was not perfect. Doctor said it was best. See it right here? I want you, can you testify? It was not perfect. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, I'll show you not perfect. <laughs> Welcome, baby. Look, it ain't perfect. Miss ain't perfect. What a mess. But my God has brought me. Yeah, yeah. Way. 
don't forget to remember. I come with such gratitude to God for James and Betty Robison. They are such tremendous people of God, and I not only love them and have so much respect uh, for what they bring to the body of Christ, I also get a huge kick out of them, and I, I love them dearly. So I'm so grateful. Keith and I both love the privilege to serve with them. And I want to tell you something. On Wednesdays, we get this opportunity. This is the outreach that we do on Wednesdays. But somebody else on the other side of the world uh, doesn't even have clean water to drink. They can't even get their minds wrapped around weekly Bible study because they're trying to stay alive. There are people that don't have enough food to eat, and there are outreaches of life that are meeting those kinds of needs. So I love being part of a ministry that has a broad range perspective on the gospel of the living Christ. So thank you so much, not only for participating on Wednesdays, but in all the outreaches of life. We are so grateful, and may God bless you. Oh, Beth, you're, you're a blessing, and uh, we don't want to forget to remember all that God wants us to keep in mind. When we forget the things that God has done, it so often seems to separate us from what God is anxious to do. Not only able, but anxious. So we need to remember. And Beth, thank you for the kind things you said about the outreaches of life. I want to thank you and your husband, Keith, for going to the mission field yourselves and reaching out and putting your arms around those in need. And I want to also thank you, Beth, and your ministry, Living Proof, and Keith, your husband, for supporting the outreaches of life, not just with your teaching, but with your support. So thank you, Beth. And to all of you, I want you to look and see what it is that would cause Beth to say what she says about the effectiveness of what you do. And I want you to watch. I always say carefully, but even prayerfully, please, because this is the opportunity for you to reveal God in his love to people who have tremendous needs. Watch, listen prayerfully. Serafina has come, as she often does, to the church to seek God in her time of trouble. As hard as it may be, she continues to hold on to her faith that a miracle will come.
While Serafina is full of brokenness, she remains full of faith. Her prayers lifted up could be answered today. She's looking for a miracle. You are the miracle. Yes, you are. You're the miracle answer to her prayers. I've lived with this beautiful, beautiful girl for over 50 years. Boy, we would not want to be without one another. And for all of you who are, I just pray God gives you a special indescribable peace right now and that his eye is on you. And I just pray God will comfort you. But for all of you who heard her prayer, and it's so real, we really are the answer to the prayer. And I have, I have found such joy in not only just trying to see my prayers answered, but say, God, please let me be an answer to someone's prayer every day. And I think you sense that right now. So what's the answer? She'd just like to have some clean drinking water. And we can drill a well. The missionaries have directed us to 500 areas to drill a well where it's needed and where we know the water is accessible at different levels. And we'll give them the ability to get that water with a manual pump. They don't have electricity in many areas. Betty, I'm believing that as we watch and heard that, well, there she is before God. She's talking to her God and saying, hear my heart, hear my cry, and we can be the answer. And it's because she knows God. She trusts God, and she knows that's where her answer's going to come from is through her prayers to God. And because she knows that God can touch the hearts of those that can help them, James, there where they are. And she knows that someone can reach out and, and be the source, God's source to help them and to keep them from losing lives because of the contaminated water. We can drill the water wells. It will give them fresh water for the rest of their lives if we'll join together and do that. Let's be that hope. Let's be that answer that she's asking for. And Betty, everybody that ever does this at whatever level you come in to help, they tell us it's one of the most exciting adventures every year for them. The wells average of $4,800. I pray it stays that way. With the petroleum costs where they are now, it could stay there. But sometimes that could change. But right now, an entire well, the pump, everything, the, the protective casing, 4,800. Could you give a well? I think you will if you can, and you'll praise God. Most of the support, though, comes from people who give $48 as an example. $48 gives 10 people basically water the rest of their life, $48. $144 gives water to 30. Many of our friends can do that. Now, some of you have done this, and you're already excited. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do what I can right now. Some of you, it's going to be the first time for you. And you're going to start on an adventure. And I, I promise you, when you hear God's heart concerning the poor, 
you're going to be amazed how quickly your prayers get answered and you will be amazed how much more clearly you hear God for yourself when you hear the cry of another person and you become the answer. If you can give the 48 or 144, do it. Some of you can give 1,200 and pray for three to join. You're 2,400 and say, Lord, get one other person to join me. We got a well. Or you may be able to give a well. We have the gifts to send you to bless you. A beautiful journal and a pen. Robert Morris's book, Hearing God, Frequency, Tuning In, to say thank you. Would you right now go to lifetoday.org, take your bank card, use it like a check, or call the number and use that bank card like a check. That's how you should always use them. And you make the gift God puts on your heart knowing you're giving them water for life and the missionaries are going to point them to the water of life. And you make that possible. Thank you for doing it right now. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. The good news is there is a solution. Mission Water for Life is one of the most proven and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, you can help establish and drill 500 water wells in remote villages in over 15 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10. $72 will provide for 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we would like to send you Pastor Robert Morris' new book, Frequency. As you read, you'll discover how to hear God's voice, receive direction for your life, and experience a deeper connection with God. With your gift of $100 or more, you'll also receive the Hearing God Daily Journal and Scripture Pen, a wonderful way to record what God is impressing on your heart and a beautiful keepsake for your daily prayer time. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well and you may request our beautiful Majesty Bronze Sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. Well, I think if you tune in, you'll really be directed by God because you'll hear His voice. And I bet you, our viewers are, you're the most amazing expressions. I think you talk about, you know, we have tender hearts, it's obvious. I think, I think Betty and I would live along with the missionaries with an indescribably broken heart. You gotta wonder sometimes if you wouldn't reach a point of despair and hopelessness, except for one thing. Christ in us is the hope of God's glory revealed. And the love through you to help us give water to the thirsty, water for life, and tell them about the water of life. And they get to see that power in the missionaries because of you. Thank you for helping us share water. Thanks for watching Life Today. Tell all your friends, check in and listen to Robert Mars talking about how you can hear God. Tell your friends. Thank all of you for being here.
Elaine Fisher, daughter of Pastor Robert Morris, shares about a time when she rebelled against the church and her family until God spoke to her in a miraculous way. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.